You know, the mainstream media is absolute morons. I've never seen anything like this. They are just completely stupid, but stupid. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. All right. So Trump has this press conference. And of course, the takeaway is just complete dumbassery. Complete. The first was some uh, reference to isopropyl alcohol. And a writer from... <laughs> a writer from, I think it's from the Washington Post. I don't know. It doesn't really matter because she's an idiot and she shouldn't be writing anyways. She decided to go online and search for isopropyl al- alcohol on Amazon. All of a sudden, she runs across a sale. $2,375 for isopropyl alcohol. Oh my gosh. Price gouging. There's a run on alcohol. Rubbing alcohol has gone through the roof. It's like contraband now. Only what she looked at was a 55-gallon drum of isopropyl alcohol that goes for $2,375. Not the little, you know, uh, not the little two-ounce or, you know, five-ounce container, what have you. No, this idiot decided to crop out the drum and then post it up there as if what Trump said just caused a national uh, run on rubbing alcohol. Yeah, that's basically what they did. And then he starts talking about sunlight and disinfectant. And everybody says, oh, well, you can't go outside. You're going to make everybody think that they can go outside to get rid of the coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. He's giving misinformation out. Don't inject Clorox or Lysol into your veins. Same people that were out there talking about how Fox News killed a guy because they said, yeah, it's no big deal. And then he decided to book a trip. We talked about that last week, and he went out on a trip, taking a cruise, came back, he's got the virus, and then he dies. We're going to talk a little bit more about how butt-stupid the mainstream media has gotten, especially this last week. The presidential motorcade was just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives, one story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. How about we go through the president's actual words from the transcript of his press conference? The president, thank you very much. So I asked Bill a question that probably some of you are thinking of, if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, and I think you said that that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, Supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. It sounds interesting. And then this is the acting undersecretary, Brian. We'll get to that right. uh We'll get right to that, folks. And then it goes back to Trump. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute. One minute. And there is a way that we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning because you see it gets in the lungs and it does tremendous number on the lungs. It does a tremendous number. Um, so it would be interesting to check on that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with, but it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see, but the whole concept of the light, the way it kills in one minute, that's pretty powerful. So that's what he said. Of course, the media decided to take it and run, and this is the media. 
This is from an ABC report. A few moments later, ABC News reporter John Carl asked Brian, the president mentioned the idea of a cleaner, bleach, or isopropyl alcohol emerging. There's no scenario where that could be injected into a person, is there? No, I'm here to talk about the finds we had in the study, Brian responded. We don't do that within our lab or at our labs. Trump then clarified his remarks. It wouldn't be through injections. You're talking about almost a cleaning and sterilization of an area. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. But it certainly has a big effect on its stationary object. Trump later raised the possibility of whether UV rays could kill the coronavirus if it was on a person's skin. In particular, if it was on their hands. Now, what he was actually talking about was a thing called ultraviolet blood irradiation, UBI. It's a procedure that exposes the blood to light to heighten the body's immune system response and to kill infections. With the exposure to the UV light, bacteria and viruses in your bloodstream, they absorb five times as much photonic energy as do your red and white blood cells. So that's what Trump's talking about. He's not talking about injecting Lysol into your veins and 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 causing a run on isopropyl alcohol, a 55-gallon drum of $2,375 rubbing alcohol container. He's talking about ultraviolet blood irradiation. And this is the same people that said that Fox News, specifically Sean Hannity, was killing people because he wasn't taking the virus seriously and people that were viewing were then being flippant about it and deciding to go on cruises, even though the cruise this guy booked and went on started before that actual comment was made by Sean Hannity. And just because he was a Fox News fan, they kind of tried to link the two together, which is ridiculous. But we're not supposed to look at the fact that Andrew Cuomo... I mean, uh, not Andrew Cuomo, but his brother. We'll get to Andrew here in a minute. But Chris Cuomo, he he can sit there and go, "Oh, uh, I came down with the coronavirus. I was shaking. I thought I was I was seeing apparitions, and I was talking to my dead father, and and all that garbage." Remember that? Because he, he said he got the coronavirus and the symptoms were so bad, he was shaking, he was aching, and then all of a sudden he was having visions and he thought he was talking to his, his dead father, Mario Cuomo. It was ridiculous. Well, then he does this, this big reveal, this big, watch this video or listen to this video clip. He's coming out of his basement because he was supposedly quarantined in his basement in isolation for 14 days so this is the big reveal he's climbing out of the basement and we're all gonna rally around and cheer all right here is the official re-entry from the basement cleared by cdc a little sweaty just worked out happens this is what i've been dreaming of literally for weeks my wife yeah right She was cleared by the CDC. She doesn't have fever. She doesn't have the symptoms anymore. More than seven days from her quarantine. We're still a little scared, so I'll just give you one of these. Just give you one of these. Only there's something wrong with this. A few, probably about a week ago or so, he went on his SiriusXM radio show and basically said he was tired of doing the gig that he did because he felt like he was keeping the country torn apart. And then he talked about a scenario where he got into it with a fat, tired-looking biker with a beard. 
who rolled up at his house and started accosting him and, and, and just going off on, on Chris Cuomo, on Fredo. Well, what Fredo failed to mention was that was during his quarantine. And apparently there's a police report that shows that the biker filed the police report around Easter Sunday when he would have still been in his basement. So obviously he was hanging out. Yeah. Quarantining for thee, not for me. That's how they operate. This whole thing has been like that. And we'll get to his brother in the, in the, the comments that guy made. I mean, it's just lack of self-awareness. It's all let them eat cake. Remember we were talking about let them use frigid air last week with Nancy Pelosi and her $35,000 refrigerators with the gourmet ice cream. Well, he, we'll get to Andrew Cuomo and his, his cold ass remarks here in just a moment, but apparently, Apparently, Chris Cuomo's wife has been doing a study in a, in a bi, she's been doing a journal, a day by day journal to kind of give us perspective of how they're dealing with the coronavirus. And it is literally insane. You talk about, they're talking about Trump talking about this uh, ultraviolet blood ira- irradiation therapy. And they're saying that that's crazy. Like, like injecting bleach and Lysol. Listen to this crap. Ben Dominic, um, or Ben Dominic, I'm sorry, messed his last name all up. Well, he's from the Federalist and he actually went through these and read them and it's amazing. This is where, this is some of the stuff he found. Chris Cuomo's wife is talking about this in thepuristonline.com. And this is from Cuomo's Corona Protocol week three, the purist. Both days I added a half a cup of Clorox to my bath water to combat the radiation and metals in my system and oxygenate it. What What kind of insanity is that? Oh, it gets better. It keeps going. I used a body charger, which energy specialist Randy Opitz suggested I borrow from a friend. It sent electrical frequencies through my body to oxygenate my blood and stimulate the healthy production of blood cells to fortify my immune system. It also rebalanced my energy. Uh, uh, what? Huh? Quote, fever 99 with an afternoon spike to 101.5 and evening spike aggravated by full moon. Dr. Linda checks a sample of Chris's hair to provide an update and finds he has low protein levels, exhausted adrenals, and high metals, which constrict the immune system. And Ben goes, they sent his hair to Santa Fe? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it goes on. Light Harmonics Institute, founded in 1987 by Dr. Linda Lancaster, is a healing and teaching center specializing in energy metals or energy medicines. Light Harmonics is a healing system based on the philosophies of yoga, anthroposophy, TCM, naturopathy, and homeopathy. Dr. Linda Lancaster has discovered that it is the interplay of invisible forces such as chemicals, heavy metals, and radiation, and opportunistic parasites. Of course, there is a group, a goop profile. Dr. Linda gives us a peek into the unique treatment that she's famous for. Patient-specific cleanses that use goat's milk and herbs to eliminate parasites, which allow patients to skip out on harsh drug regimens. And this guy's a news guy. Really? He's not, he's not killing people? 
He's not, he's, they're actually, look, Trump's talking about using something to cleanse the blood and sterilize it. He's not talking about dumping bleach in your bath water, okay? That's Chris Cuomo's craziness. But no one calls them out and say, oh, MSNBC, you're killing people. You're, you're putting people in precarious situations of, of injuring themselves by, by bathing in bleach. I mean, it's it's really unbelievable. So let's listen to his brother, because his brother is out of touch, basically saying, well, hey, um, there's people out there that don't have a job. You want a job? Go get an essential worker's job. I have a couple questions for you and one for Melissa. Uh, I don't know if you can hear, but there are protesters outside right now honking their horns and raising signs. We did speak to a few of them before we came in, and these are regular people who are not getting a paycheck. Some of them are not getting their unemployment check. And they're saying that they don't have time to wait for all of this testing and they need to get back to work in order to feed their families. Their savings is running out. They don't have another week. They're not getting answers. So their point is the cure can't be worse than the illness itself. What is your response to them? The illness is death. What is worse than death? Well, what if somebody commits suicide because they can't pay their bills? Yeah, but the illnesses may be my death as opposed to your death. You said they said the cure is worse than the illness. The illness is death. How can the cure be worse than the illness if the illness is potential death? But what if the, what if the economy failing... Worse than death? Is equals death. Very for, because no, of mental it, illness. The people, no, the people stuck at home. No, it doesn't. It doesn't equal death. Economic hardship. Yes. Very bad. Not death. Emotional stress from being locked in a house. Very bad. Not death. Uh, um, domestic violence on the increase. Very bad. Not death. You're saying that is there a fundamental right to work if the government can't get me the money when I need it? Is there yeah, a fundamental right? You want to go, right you want to, go to, to work? work? Go take the job as an essential worker. Do it tomorrow. Right? You're working. I am. You're an essential worker. So go take a job as an but, essential but, worker. But the people aren't hiring because of the. No, pandemic. there are people hiring. You can get a job as an essential worker. So now you can go to work and you can be an essential worker and you're not going to kill anyone. So that's about what they think of you right there. Right, Governor Cuomo? It's not your death. It's his death. You know, oh, you want a job? Go get an essential worker's job. How tone deaf can you possibly be? And that's how they think of you. You know, Governor Blackface here in Virginia was going, well, you know, if you're going outside and you're doing all this stuff and you're not uh, quarantining yourself then you are basically selfish. But he's flying down to his beach house in the Outer Banks, which North Carolina, you're not supposed to be on the beach unless you actually reside there. (laughs) So is the governor going to say he's a resident of North Carolina when he's the governor of Virginia? It's, It's all ridiculous. But that's what they think of you. They destroyed your life. They destroyed your finances. They destroyed your job. They destroyed... Uh, your family in some some respects and they did everything that was counterintuitive to fighting this this virus people are saying the virus was around 
probably December, January, that it thrives on recirculated air. And we saw no inundated hospital uh, spike in January or early February. That was the whole purpose of flattening the curve was to make sure that we didn't inundate our healthcare system. But at the same time, we just destroyed it because no one's going into the hospital, even for small things, because they're trying to allow the coronavirus victims to be handled. And the demand is so low, they're furloughing staff. It's all ridiculous. So just keep that in mind when you go to uh, to elect a new official, whether it be a governor, whether it be a mayor. Think of your local elections. They matter more than you realize. <laughs> Most of the time, you don't even know what party they're from. Most of the time, you don't even know their positions. But we know the president. So it's time to start looking locally. It's time to start thinking of federalism because they're using federalism against you. Now, one other thing that happened, um, I hear North Korea has voted in its first female president <laughs> because that's how they would have voted. Kim Jong-un is reportedly dead. And most people think it's going to be Kim Yo-jong, whatever her name was. She was at the Olympics and the media was just praising her. If you remember, she was the charm offensive. Look at how cute she is in those shoes. Yeah, the dictator's sister. Same people that killed their, uh, killed their relative in the airport in, was it Taiwan? So, uh, we have the blue check marks out there just praising this whole thing. Um, look at, let me pull up some tweets here. This is ridiculous. This'll get you really livid. Um, first one is from Molly Jong Fast. Remember, she's from the Bulwark. She's one of those rhinos. She said, it's very annoying. That scary fascist telescope, North Korea, will have the first woman leader before we do. <laughs> then you got Seth Abramson still processing the possibility that North Korea will have its first woman leader before the United States. Yeah, seriously. These people are, uh, look at, look at Tom Dangora. North Korea is going to have a woman leader before the United States of America. Let that sink in. Yeah, let that sink in that these people are praising North Korea after they got mad at Donald Trump for working with North Korea. And yeah, Trump says a lot of nice things about Kim Jong-un, but I think he's doing it from a negotiating standpoint. He's not trying to be his BFF. But, you know, this is how the media operates. Most of the media is owned by China. And you're going to see more of this as Orange Man Bad Syndrome, TDS, uh, you know, uh, TARDS kicks into play and pushes those who just want to vilify Trump um, pushes them to supporting North Korea. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for dealing with the uh, crazy circumstances of my recordings. I've had to be extra creative about how I can record these days because I don't get the studio time available. It's kind of difficult to have a freed up studio in the middle of a self-quarantine pandemic. But um Check out the podcast, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, TuneIn, iHeart. Um, also, get the free Roku channel and uh, rate our podcast. Um, give it a five-star review. It helps others see it You know when they're looking through suggestions and things of that nature. But we'll see you guys next time. God bless.